You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the Mad Dog Matter Birthday Bash. Let's get a big, bad round of applause to your host tonight, Greg Stone and Anthony DeVito. Yeah. Keep it going for Mad Dog Matter on his birthday. John Fatigate in the booth. Him. Clap for him. Keep it going for this guy. These two on the couch. Love it. We're all going to get our pants off tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got pants on? Tita, my girlfriend. Tita. Along for Tita. Wow. Ah, that wily devil. If I don't propose by the end of the night, this hasn't been a good show. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> All right. Who here knows Mad Dog? <laughs> the dog of 23rd Street. 28th. Yeah. That's our address. Yeah, we live on 28th Street. I live with Mad Dog. And I didn't know that that's our address. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Well. Oh, what do you got going? You got if the f- anything, this show was good for that. You, you're doing the, you're doing the, oh, I thought that was a new move. I was going to do that move. Yeah. The whole keep the thing in the stand and then, like, Aerosmith it. Oh, yeah, all right. Like, you know, like, that's how good your comedy is. That you just, like, I don't give a fuck. I need hands free. <laughs> yeah, hands free, baby. <laughs> My hands free for stuff. I could grab her. Grab her? You should be grabbing her. <laughs> Well, you can't just say him. that and not grab her. You should just not tell. He's got a, this guy's got a hand around her, but I got your back. It's all cool, bro. <laughs> Get look, in there. Look, bro, it's all cool. <laughs> I got your ankle, ma'am. I'm too nice. scared to look you in the eye. That's what tonight. Don't look at her. Now what? look at him. You look at him. Tickle, tickle through your foot. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. No, no, not all right. No, no, it's cool. Bro, it's cool. Dude, it's totally Dude, cool. Dude, it's totally man, it's surfboard. The it's it's so, totally surfboard. It's surfboard, man. Yeah. Hang ten. So, hang ten. If hang, we're not hang dick. Dick a hang. I thought people would laugh at that. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> they don't know what is this? What are we what are we? I gotta, we wanna show more of this? You have a warm foot. Oh, she's got great, great a great personality. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't just jump I out. I tell by feet. So I judge a person. A lot of women here for, for the dog's show. A lot of ladies. A lot of ladies here to see the dog. Hey, Tita, Lydia, all of, Yeah, all of them girlfriends of people. That's the kind of bastard Mad Dog is. <laughs> He'll invite your girlfriend and take her from you on his birthday. Was that a plan? Is he talking to you about that? Oh, good old Ash. I love her. Let's see it? who else is in the house today. Let's uh, let's we do got a Laker. let's do a little Mad Dog. I'm gonna do a little Mad Dog. Oh yeah, let's do that. Hey uh, hey hey hey, hey, hey. hey whoa, whoa whoa I like you. You got glasses. What are you glasses are you? McGee? Get glasses the fuck out of here! Get out of here! Go down the street and talk to a person. <laughs> whoa! You got look at you. You got like a pancake head. Go to IHOP and get a pancake for your pancake head. International House of Pancake. International House of Pancake Head. Hey, what are you standing Sit down? Up? Stand up, Queen man! Benji? Sit down, stand up, man! <laughs> you look like Come the on. book, the Come booker, on. but on some kind of weird drug. I don't know. 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 Too many drugs. Too many drugs. <laughs> you two could be brothers. What are you two brothers? Two brothers. But brothers. Not... Brothers. Two brothers. Grim. <laughs> Grim brothers. The Grim brothers. Fairy tale time. Boo 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 boo. 
Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, see a lot of but comics. I like that, but I like that. But I like that. You're, 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 uh, look at you. You got a haircut. But I like that about you because you got a haircut. <laughs> you decided to get one. A lot of comedians, what they do is tell jokes. Not me, not me. And those comedians are stupid fucking idiots. Fucking dumb people. I hate dumb, dumb those people. type of comedians. Stupid people. They're pieces of rats Belong ass in a coffin. Put garbage. Them there. Vampires. What I do, the kid, the king, the kid. The I call queen, myself the kid. The meridian, the equator. Thirty-six years old today. I'm the kid, baby. <laughs> I put you through. They call me the adult. A nine-story play. Where nobody knows what's happening. Act one, But babies. that's the girl from Shazam. Shazam. That's the guy that's who killed a lady in third grade. That's JFK's And that girl, brother. she got fingered and under a bus. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry, Kay. You yeah, you guys know I, Maria Shriver. I didn't mean that. It wasn't you. I was trying to point to the empty seat, but there was nobody there. Did you guys ever see that band Bloodlust? You look like the third base player that got fired from the other guy. <laughs> You look like Led Zeppelin's uncle's... Uh, okay, I fell, I fell on that one, Anthony. Keep the energy going. Keep <laughs> the energy going. You look like Led Zeppelin's Uncle Swirly. <laughs> you look like a cat that's a TV that's a cat. You want some guacamole? I make. You don't really know this about me, but I make guacamole at 4 in the morning every single day with popcorn. You only get that if you live with us. You only get that if you watch True Detective at 9 a.m. Bubba's, I can't sleep, Bubba's. <laughs> Bubba's, I can't sleep. How am I doing? How am I doing? No, I'm not really not good. Not so good. Not, not good. So not good, good. Bubba's. Not very good. I'm I got not a doing back, so good. I got a backyotomy. I got a hole in my underwear. I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know. I don't. Bubba's, Bubba's, Bubba's. Bubba's, I think I my dick's broke. Bubba's, Bubba's, my dick's broke. Uh, okay. I only had sex 17 times last <laughs> night, so my dick might be broken again. Yeah. You know. From the usual. Man. Yeah. I don't know how he does that for more than three minutes. I know. That was two of us, and uh, we barely yeah. got through a minute. Sweating. Where yeah. did my brewski go? Jesus all right. Christ. Oh, man. I put you through, he'll put you through a movie, all right. A movie you, a movie you, a movie you got paid pay $17 for, and you'd say, why did I come to see this? That was just mean. <laughs> well, I need you to back me up. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. We yeah, when I don't say anything, it just sounds mean. But, you know. That's you want to do a classic uh, Mad Dog story? Mm-hmm. Were you hoping I had one? Yeah, I was hoping yeah, you had okay. one. I was hoping you had a good one. Uh, Tita, you got anything? Tita, if you don't know, also lives at Mad Dog. Not by her choice. That's a good... We used to live with this guy. <laughs> we used to live with this guy. Come on, let's do that a gag. We used to live with this guy, James, and uh, he was like, yeah, I'm moving out, but I got this guy, Mad Dog, oh, is, who's uh, yeah. going to come live with I, you. I'll tell you this. When I first saw Mad Dog, I didn't know him. I did, I just thought he was a guy in New York that I saw. I told Greg about him, and I was, and then I, then all of a sudden he was a guy in my world. Do you know what I mean? You, he was a guy on the street that I saw, and I told Greg about. Like I saw this guy, craziest guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then next thing I know, he, we share a door. <laughs> That's crazy to me. The I also thought he just owned a comedy club yeah. at one point. <laughs> I thought he owned Eastville Comedy yeah. Club. Because I saw him around there, and then I saw his picture there, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. That guy's the owner of a Of course, uh, a Mad comedy Dog owns club. Eastville. Of course he would be wearing dog tags <laughs> <laughs> around the city. Yeah, so we were there, and I was like, uh, yeah, you want to have this guy Mad Dog live with you? And I told my girlfriend, I was like, hey, we're going to have to get a new roommate. And she was like, what's his name? And I was like, uh, Mad Dog. And she was like, um, do I get to say? <laughs> I, I get to say, I was like, I got to meet him. And he walked in, he goes, sorry, Bubba, I just cursed 16 times in front of your lady. I'm not going to curse in front of your lady. Yeah. And, sorry, uh, T. Sorry, T. Sorry, sorry T. T. 
Tita doesn't know about tits. <laughs> yeah, Tita knows about tits yeah. a lot more now than she did when she had them, when she still has them. Oh. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. But I mean, no, no, what no, I was no. say is that Mad Dog, he'll tell you about tits. <laughs> he teaches Tita about tits and vaginas <laughs> and who's, who's got hairy armpits. True story. True story. <laughs> oh, God. So um, what are the classics? What yeah, are the no, classics? I'm trying to think. What's a good uh, Mad Dog tale oh, from the apartment? I know. I, I mean, there's so – how – how does there not one coming right to my head? Have you ever had guacamole seven days a week for three months straight? Well, he used to just do popcorn. Yeah. He would only eat popcorn no, and, and Twizzlers. Twizzlers and never wear a coat. And I think the two are related somehow. <laughs> I think if you only eat popcorn, you don't freeze in the winter or something. Yeah, it's like, uh, hey, it's a uh, polar vortex out there, right? Uh, yeah. I'm going to wear my Wolverine T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <This> guy's <laughs> got immunity powers. <laughs> they will seep through to my skin and beard. <laughs> I think I'm sounding less and less like him. Yeah, I know. Me too. I did it. Yeah. I didn't sound anything like that. Uh, what's a good fucking story? Let's I see. mean, everybody knows. It. Does anyone have a good one? Yeah. Who's got a good Mad Dog story? Oni, you got one. Ruben? I didn't know you two were different people when I first met you. <laughs> But now I do, and I respect the difference. <laughs> a, a hoodie. A hoodie and glasses. Respect the difference. A hoodie and glasses. <laughs> no one's got a good... Uh, Grant, you got a Mad Dog story. Brandon, you Brandon got one? always. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, let's tell you about Mad Dog and how he works out. Uh, First, you just hear noises <laughs> from the room. You hear this. <laughs> what could that noise be? Then you see a shadow of just a thousand punches. Yep. A thousand, thousand. punches so into the fast. air. Furious. A thousand you see punches. A, a silhouette through the door. Jumping and then jacks. Jumping jacks. And then push-ups. And he comes out immediately. He goes, I just did 1,700 punches. Do you think I'm going to lose a, what are you, 100 calories? It's like, no one judges calories by punches, <laughs> Mad Dog. No one judges. How do the Jets do it? We got to get rid of the Jets. I got to go 17 more pull-ups. So I got to say, what are you pulling up on? And he's just ripping things off the wall. <laughs> he weighs himself every day. Oh. Greg, 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 I do a weigh job? Let me do a weigh, a weigh job. 183. Weigh 183, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you were 182 yesterday. <laughs> Classic dog. Classic oh, dog. That's man. good. That's good but stuff. We, yeah, we love him. Well, yeah, of course. He's, I, I couldn't have a better roommate. I know, me too. We used to with Justy, and she just never, if you don't know who Justy is, she's a girl, just never left a room. Stayed in a room for nine months. Uh, we lived with her nine months, never left a room. And then one day, Mad Dog was there. And I was like, wow, this is an upgrade. I think this woman turned into a guy with a hat and glasses. <laughs> also, if you ever watch Back to the Future, um, Marty McFly dresses just like Mad Dog when he goes back to pretend he's from the 50s. That's how he dresses. <laughs> watch the, sh watch the uh, movie, and good. you'll be like, that's the exact uh, outfit Mad Dog wears every day. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, I love that. That was accurate. <laughs> yeah, he that's looks funny. just like him. Take Mad Dog's glasses off, he'll squint so hard that he's just, oh, he's he just looks covering like his a, eyes. He looks like a mole man. <laughs> that was one for Tita. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this is just for Tita. A lot of this is just for Tita. A lot of this is for Tita. Oh, man. You guys should all come over tonight, and you guys then we can all enjoy over? this. We got the Bobopedic. Well, you oh, can't. Yeah, you can't sleep. a lot. You can't sleep on the couch because Mad Dog will just be laying there in well, he's, his new uniform now, oh, this which you have weird. to understand, his uniform now, so it's when you see him, it's leather jacket, hat, glasses. Uh, when he goes home, yeah. it's gray, sp gray spandex shirt. Not spandex. No. Long John shirt. Matching. Matching. Color gray. bottoms. He, he looks, looks like Batman when he takes his underwear part and <laughs> cape yeah. off. Yeah. 
Like the little kids in Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he that. Does. Uh, That's it's great. great. Ask him how he's doing. What is he going to say? Not good, Bubba. Not good, Bubba. Not good. Not doing not so good, good at all. Not doing. Every night he's surprised by it, too. Every night he's surprised <laughs> that he couldn't sleep. Every single night. Guy has never slept. Never slept good in his life. I don't know what's wrong. Couldn't sleep last night. Can't sleep every night, so. Maybe because you're Get at a thousand percent every day, every minute. Just yeah. a, it's like a guy's yeah. like, how you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, I just slept. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. What are you back? You back? Who's that? You want some guacamole? <laughs> you want some guacamole? I just put honey. This is, the guacamole's not as good as yesterday. It's, uh, it's about a uh, 10. <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, man. I've just been hanging out. <laughs> oh, good. That's the light. <laughs> Whew. Do you guys consider oh, yourself man. officially warmed up? This was pretty. Are you guys warmed up? We've ever done. You gotta be warmed up because he spends his whole life warming people up. Yeah, give him everything. You gotta I give mean, him everything. Love him so much. Honest to God, uh, love, love so this much. man. He's terrific. So make some noise. We're gonna start this baby up. Let's hear it for Lust for Life podcast. Podcast. Nothing. We ready, baby? Do we need the headphones? This is like a Dave Chappelle bit. Do I need the headphones need up them? on these shits? You need these? I don't think you need them, bud. All right, fuck it. How about that warm up? It was great. All right, no, we're good, baby. All right. We're not even officially started yet. You realize that? We have one more. We usually do our pre-intro oh, intro. intro. How funny was that? Did you hear your you roast that just? In oh. To stand up, New York lads. Oh yeah. There we go. Now we can start the show. Oh, my goodness. All right, my people. Welcome to America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. I think we have one or two of them in the house, so Woo! you can verify. Ruben, you voted for this, correct? That I did. That he fucking did. Because he is a Canadian. All right, my people, this is the live show. This is the first live podcast ever. I want to thank you all for coming out. This is very interesting. Make some noise. Let's go. I want to thank Savage Animal, uh, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito, my roommates, for basically roasting me. And that it was, was the greatest amazing. thing ever. That was awesome. Hilarious. First of all, my workouts are fucking good. <laughs> first of all, I don't weigh a buck 83. I'm a buck 74 and a quarter, goddammit. I fasted before this fucking thing. I shadow box, I prison workout, and I just took the headphones out already. I don't give a shit. I shadow box, and I've lost like 35 pounds. Yeah, because like a year ago, I, I, this will get sad for a minute, but who gives a shit? I was at a funeral for my mom, and I haven't seen my Japanese cousin. That happens. He's in the family. And <laughs> I haven't, he married my cousin Chaco, who we like better than her ex-husband, who's in the family. So fuck it. That happens. Um, 
lot happening. So I haven't seen this dude in eight years. At my mom's funeral, comes up to me and goes, man, you got fat. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> I'm burying my mother. Go fuck yourself. You can't come over for hors d'oeuvres, all right? No cup of cola, no whiskey. Right. Where a nine-year-old nephew was serving the whiskey because my family don't give a fuck. We're outlaws. I love that he called you fat, and then you're like, no food for you. That was, uh... Yeah, and then I ate. That was your, like, that ate. Was your response. That's, that's a punishment to Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's introduce everyone who's sitting here today. First of all, this, this we have no idea what's going to happen, and that's what's good about it. All right, we have a special. We have some special guests. We're gonna have rapping. We're gonna probably talk conspiracies. We had a psychic. We should get this out of the way. Our very first guest was a palm reader slash psychic, and she was supposed to come here and do um, readings of the palms today. And she is stuck in snow in upstate New York. And I brought that up at the warm-up job today to people, and they go, "Shouldn't she have known that was gonna right, happen?" Exactly. Hilarious. <laughs> With me always is my right hand, the co-host, my dear friend. His name is Benji Suswine. I like to call him Ace Sweet, 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 Sweet Wine. That's what his fucking nickname is. That's his goddamn nickname. It's catching on. It really is catching on. And he doesn't like the goddamn nickname, and that's why it sticks. That's why. That's why. You think Lester the Molester Hayes of the Oakland Raiders like that guy? wanted to be called the Molester? It's a nickname. It's not bad. It's a nick. He probably has like, nieces. Who I feel the fuck like wants nick- that? I feel like you're not supposed to like nicknames. Like they're given to you and you just have to accept it and that's that. Well, I never wanted to be Mad Dog. Really? I wanted to be Hammerhead McGee. Okay. <laughs> you just as catchy. <laughs> Hammerhead McGee. Oh, With us, terrible. of course, is my sister. Um, one of the third mics that we've had a million times who is not a comedian. We needed someone to come in and analyze us. She has a degree. I, I can't, I don't know if it's psychology, psychiatry, I, I'm bad at this shit, but she can shrink some fucking heads. This is my sister, Tanya Arasso. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And it was her birthday, how long ago? Um, I can't do math, it was on the 10th. But this is what's interesting, <laughs> I feel like your birthday party's always a couple days before, and then I'll see on Facebook people wish you one like six days later. It's almost like a Jewish holiday. It feels like it comes in and goes in certain like, spurts. Yeah, I like to do a whole week. A, whole week. a week celebration yeah. for her birthday? Yeah. Wow. I, I got to start doing that. Yeah. But once it's you fun. get to our age, I think you do. But I mean, by our age, above 22. Let's be right. honest. When you're young, you just have your birthday. You go crazy. As you get older, it's like, my birthday's in three months. Fuck it. Let's go. And you just start <laughs> drinking, eating whatever you want, banging without condoms. That's what happens. That's how I do. My bad, everyone. We had you real hot. I went with the real shit. Too many girls. My bad. Fucking. Because <laughs> girls don't like that either. All right. With us, of course. Oh, man. One of my favorite humans of all time. My Uncle Billy wants to adopt him back home. It can be done. It can be done. He invited him <laughs> to Christmas dinner to eat. He even kept a piece of prime rib for you. Just in case. I'm like, Uncle, he's in fucking New York. He's not coming here. Just in case he shows up. It's going to go bad. Whatever. My main man, John Laster, everybody. Yes. Thank you so much for coming here. I know you were in a hurry. You were at a spot earlier, so thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, man. I wouldn't have missed this for the world. This is the craziest thing ever. What I love is I did not prep anyone on anything because I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. All right? Happy birthday, man. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. 36. It's How exciting. does that feel? Talk to us. It feels about the same as yesterday. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm basically one day older than I was last night. Not basically, are you, just you actually yourself? are. Yeah. No, that's really what it is, man. I mean, that, here's the thing. Like, I start, this is what I do every year. I get confused on my actual birthday. All right? This is for Truzy. It's confusing. Because yeah. once I get close to that age, I round up. All right? Uh. So, like, in November, if you ask me how old I am, I'm going to tell you I'm 36. 
So last year, at my 35th birthday, people are like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 36. And then I had to do the fucking math. I go, you're a stupid son of a bitch. You're 35. But I've been rounding up, and I then confuse myself. <laughs> because for months, I have that number in my head, and then I get to this. So there's a possibility I might have told you I was 51. Because right. I just did all the math all these years. <laughs> I don't think anyone rounds up like that. Well, because I'm closer. Yeah, like, but no one yesterday, else I was that. closer to 36 than 35. Yeah, but I think most people They're round backwards. They well, round down. No, that's a woman thing. Round women, women, yeah, women, yeah, w right? Women round down. You round up? Yeah, no one rounds up. like a couple it, months it, You away, know what? It doesn't like, matter. Yeah, like, after me. we're 30-something, does it matter? No. Well, guys, we're not as scared of age as women, I think. All right? I right. think uh, the society puts a lot of standard on women to stay young forever. Right. Right? Dudes can have second and third comings being old men. I mean, but, I mean, but, <laughs> but and then, and then yeah. guys, we have, we have a lot of fountains of youth. We have Viagra, we have money, you know. <laughs> money is one of the fountains of youth. <laughs> if, you got, if, if you got, if you got, but if you got money, you know, women don't care. You could be 90. You, could, you still be hot in I the club. That's a, yeah. that's a if Groucho can, Marx slider. If, if you can make it rain, bro, you are, you are. You are good in the club. You can bring the pain, baby. Yes, Groucho, baby. Groucho Marx says, uh, you're only as old as the woman you feel. Yeah. I think that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good way Let's to Let's talk about Groucho. Do you think he was hooking up with really young ladies? Yes, he was. But he was supposed to, remember he had that famous line when he got all those awards and they asked him what it felt like. And he goes, I'd give it all up for one erection. But do you think girls were still going out with him and on his arm and shit? I think so. Especially if he can't fuck them, then you're like, I don't right. have to do oh, anything. That is yeah. only jokes. That's outstanding. That, that's the golden <laughs> ticket from Wonka, ain't it? I don't that's think, like being able to eat the chocolate and not gain the fucking weight. I don't think there's any bigger aphrodisiac for women than money and it, success. I really do. No, and I know there's some women in here that just cringe. We have some feminists cringe. in this I know, right? I know that shit. But I don't. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna pull that back. I was. I yo. <laughs> Welcome I'm to not, Crossfire thank Comedy, you. everybody. Thank you. I'm not pulling that back. If you got some cake, man. It doesn't matter. Guys aren't Not like that. Not for everyone, obviously. Yeah, I don't no, think but I'm it saying seems guys to be that he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you look you. at people with money. Benji said I'm right. It's right. <laughs> look, if I wanted to divide the women in the audience from the guys, I would have had Andrew Schultz up in the fucking show. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. He, he wouldn't give a fuck. It's all no. right. All right. Um, well, that's interesting. Well, you know. So, what's else in the news? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but seriously, is this on your mind at all that you're, uh, you're 36? No, not at all. I think I will get better with age. Because it's going to really? shock you. I was very goofy growing up. I, no. How I, I, <laughs> the fucking dare you? But all right. Um, I was missing a tooth up till ninth grade. A tooth. Where? Like from like third grade, right in the front of Cork. Oh, right, the worst one. I had... How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Badge, you remember, I don't know really who my biological father is, so he could be anything. He could be Danny DeVito's character in Batman Returns, and that would be bad genes for me, and that would, because this is what happened. Right. My tooth it's just comes a out. specific movie. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, and fuck you guys with your obscure bullshit about my references. <laughs> the sixth cousin of Led Zeppelin's heart player <laughs> in the movie Zuzuzuzu, whatever that shit is. Um, I had a tooth that was loose as kids do, and it came out. And so you think, what, in a couple of weeks another one's gonna come. It never came. <laughs> then we go to the dentist, which I'm petrified, I hated shots. I never wanted shots. I was a big Pinocha about that. I'm gonna curse in <laughs> Spanish so we don't offend the ladies, okay? Because we're already for the lady that speaks Spanish. Right. Well, I can't offend you, Tana. <laughs> you talk about pooping in front of me, so who gives a it's shit? True. All right. It's true. <laughs> Too soon, not soon enough. And so, 
the two, I go to the dentist. I won't even let him take an x-ray because I keep going, no shots. And he's like, there's not going to be a shot. Right. He's like, I'm, he's like, come on, just come in there. I'm taking a, no shot. For an hour and 45 minutes, I lock myself in a room and I'm kicking on the goddamn wall, telling him basically to go fuck himself. But in Kirsten, I was quoting badly Han Solo in Return of the Jedi. I was like, you tell that pus worm, whatever, yelling at Jabba the Hutt. It was stupid. He finally looked and said, you have a deformed tooth. We're going to pull it. Then we went through the whole shit again a month later to get it out. It never grows back. A um, year or two later, my grandma's like, we got to take care of this. <laughs> Took two a years. Year two, a year or two? Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. We had things to do back to then. They were running right a restaurant. <laughs> um, Priorities. We Fries. had bagels to get out to the public, my friend. How, how, how old are you? All right. Well, eventually, um, it's. How old are you when the tooth comes out? I think like third grade. So that's brutal because kids are kids are wicked at that age. And I'm fat. They don't hold, they don't hold back. Oh anymore. yeah. Aww. I'm fat. Hence now shadow boxing every day and weighing myself. <laughs> right. You're I'm that, missing the tooth. You're that fat kid in the Nike commercial jogging down the down oh. the highway. Yeah, but no one was playing Eye of the Tiger behind me. All right. In a boombox. I have. Big, thick glasses. I'm being dressed in flamboyant colors, like tangerine, yeah. and lime, and, and, and just... A, and the only other sh the only shirts I'm really wearing are UNLV basketball championship shirts. We got in bulk, like 30 of them. And I played basketball in all of them, and I have basketball stains that, you know, do not get out on white shirts no. in the wash. They no. stay there for... You could tell that someone dribbled on your chest before they're, they took you to the hall. And so that shit happened. And it was just very traumatic. So my grandma, like every couple of years, would call this dentist or orthodont, whatever this guy is. And I'm now like 14 or 15, and he still <laughs> won't see me. He's like, that kid's a terror. Kicked he called every dentist he knows in the surrounding areas and, told him what and happened. says, don't let that Mattern kid in. Right. So we finally find someone through my Aunt Coletta, and that guy took care of me, and he was cool as shit. Like, hey. Because now this guy was a race car driver. Yeah, what the you fuck is he scared of some kid with no toot? But you obviously right. find Wait. some shady dentist that's also like a race car driver. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't shady. He wasn't shady. He was a good dude. He was very he got blacklisted from all dentists. He, well, how do you know he's blacklisted? He takes chances. He has balls. No, okay. we're, we're saying all the other dentists cut oh, you out. Right. You guys are smart. Got so it was, the, it was probably the other dentist that gave you the nickname Mad Dog. Right. Well, that will come later. <laughs> we'll get that to that. Later. Okay. We'll get to that as well. It should be a tougher nickname, but whatever. Um, and so that guy fixed me up, and then I finally got a tooth. Okay? So you're 14 now. I'm 14. So it's a fake tooth that they put in. They gave me a flipper. And now I, like, I can't stop moving my mouth. That's a big shock to everyone. Hence, I have a fucking <laughs> podcast, and I'm screaming right now like I've been deaf for 10 years. Right? <laughs> Pat Cooper doesn't yell as much as me. Don't expect anyone to get that. But if you do, Joey Gay, thank you. That's all that matters. <laughs> and so um, I'm playing basketball every day trying to make the fucking team, even though I'm not practicing anything that gets you on the team. You know, dribbling, actual skill, athleticism, speed. What are you doing? I'm just shooting from the same. I'm shadow boxing for the basketball team. <laughs> I'm weighing myself while eating popcorn and watching True Detective. Triple callback to Savage Animal. And then I'm playing with the flipper, and I keep biting on my flipper, and I keep biting at peace. And my grandma keeps telling me, "Be careful. It's almost like Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your. <laughs> You're gonna break the thing. All of a sudden, it gets down to no piece of tooth." left and now i have to go to school the next day we get 
an appointment two Wait, days so later. Wait, so does that mean the flipper got shorter and shorter? Yes, I now have just a tooth, <laughs> the fake tooth. I go to school with fucking bubble gum because my grandpa would buy bulk bubble gum from Sam's Club because why not? Even though him and my grandma are the only other two in the house with me, they have dentures. They can't chew fucking double bubble. So it just means I have to get rid of that shit. Or you. we'll have eight big boxes of that shit by June, and what the fuck are we going to do with it? So I then use the double bubble to jimmy my toot. I go there. It flies out in theater class because, of course, I had to do a monologue that day. Of course. I ran home, <laughs> and then we got shit handled. And now look at me right now. I'm on bridge number two, goddammit. Right? Yes. <laughs> it started. He did it. Yeah. How did it start that I go on the tooth thing? No, we were, we were wondering because you said that you feel like you're hotter now than when you were oh, younger. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I just bored the shit out of everyone. I could have just said, yeah. But, 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 got, you're, but you're feeling like you're getting hotter because you were traumatized. I'm traumatized. I still so have the duck syndrome. You're, you're coming into your sexy. Yeah, I, I, I get laid every once in a while, which is nice. All right. 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 It wasn't happening before the tooth. Not to mention you're funny as hell, <laughs> no, so that's got to be. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting laid a lot at nine. I Downhill get, since the tooth came out. The tooth came out up Shit's Creek with a turd as a paddle. And uh, so, can I say paddle? I'm sorry. And so that's what happened. And so I had that for years. And then the glasses and shit like that. And then here, fifth grade with no toot, I went to ask. Toot. Everyone's going to the, to the but, dance together. But you know what? It's yeah. this shit that motivated you, right? I think so. He needed yeah. that. Yeah, because you felt like shit back then. So now you're driven. Yeah. Had you had that fucking gorgeous tooth, there would be no mad dog. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at that. Thank God for your fucked up tooth. Thank God you're a screw Wait a minute, up. let me pull back some of the cursing. Thank God for that horrible tooth. Or there would be no mad dog. Well, see, I mean, that, that, because I would be locked in my room. I didn't have any friends. My grandma was very scared, because I've mentioned before, we may or may not had some bad seeds in that house before me. And some of them might be listening right now. Let's be fucking honest, <laughs> all right? Not full bad seeds, but people had tough times. Yes. Now I'm going to get my balls busted by some aunts and uncles. Fucking relax, okay? Uh. And so um, they were overly protective of me. And so I couldn't leave the house till maybe like I was like 11 or 12. My grandma during the summer go wait tables at the restaurant she owned, which sounds weird, but fuck it, man, that's one less person you gotta pay, holla. So she would do that, and I would, I'd just sit there, no cable then either, so I came and watched like a Cubs game. I would sit there and eat fruit cup. She would just leave me like eight fruit cups, and I would watch soap operas, like that's a, my option. You were in the house like a cat. Like a cat. <laughs> she just exactly. got to the point where just I would- dump fruit cups in a bowl. And, <laughs> and those Jello fruit cups, right. which are gangster, but after eight in three days, and you're pooping a lot, you can't handle that shit, all right? <laughs> right. So eventually I'm getting bored because I'm watching Days of Our Lives with the dude with the patch. I don't know if anyone knows that shit. That dude was dope. I don't care. I'm still an alpha male, kind of. I don't care. So <laughs> I would eat the fruit cup, and then I would just stab the fucking bottom of it and try to poke a hole in oh, it God. by the time my grandparents got home. And I did that like seven times. So you summer. almost became a serial killer. Yeah, right. yeah, it was pretty close. There are a lot of different mad dogs. You could have been Mad there. Dog the serial killer. <laughs> I was almost Dexter. <laughs> yes. Mad Dog's could, a good name for serial see, killer. Yeah, I was going to say, you could see a serial killer named Mad hey, Dog. Hey, Mad Dog, what happened? What? Mad Dog struck again. I think there were a lot of Mad Dog serial killers. <laughs> Four dead comedians Another in New Mad York Dog City. I think there were a lot. <laughs> but then there became a lot of Icemen. You, know what, Ice you know what this the, is telling me? Yes. Never to really piss you off, because you have... <laughs> Probably got yeah. some pinup anger. There's you would probably energy in there. Yeah. bottling some shit. You would probably up. cut somebody's head off and start screaming about Jello, and we'd be yeah. like, "What the fuck happened?" 
That would do it with a spoon. Fuck my tooth. What? Right. My guy, if I'd have had a goddamn tooth, Mad Dog just killed the dude and started screaming about a fake tooth. Yeah, it'd be funny if I if I did snap and I just yelled Jello. That would right. be the worst way. Jello. What happened to that motherfucker? Just kept yelling Jello, man. Maybe Bill Cosby owes him money. I don't oh. know what that is. Now, with your background in psychology, yes. What would you? What does this? These stories tell you about me? You were a big nerd. That's about it. The official diagnosis. Is that some Freud shit? <laughs> is that is that? Is, do you think that that's? Um, you think that 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 most comedians have that background? Well, I don't know. I mean, you never were a nerd, right? You're a great athlete. No, I was the I was the opposite end of the spectrum. I was the prom king. I was the you know I was the, the I think, um I, was I think the if dude. you're gonna be funny, you have to overcome something. Like you, yeah, it's you have to develop. A personality to not be. Made we were fun still of fucked up, so I was I was living in the hood, like, and it was it was ugly, you know. What crip, was happening? Crip, crip, it was a lot of gang banging. I grew up in the Crip blood, yeah. So in the in Denver, which no when one did, thinks what, is a gang area. A lot of gunpowder. But when did you start being funny? Um, I don't know. People used to snap on me, you know, because I got a peanut shaped head, and then we were. <laughs> I was wasn't gonna say anything. Are you weren't gonna sure. say. <laughs> Which, ironically, yeah. I'm definitely allergic to peanuts last year. Yeah. <laughs> but you're one of my dear friends, so who gives a shit? We got a motive here, yeah. I think, for the murder. So the, the, the peanut head shit, man, and being broke. You know, they used to say, oh, you guys got off the Eastville bus, you know, and then the Payless shoes, so all of that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was traumatic, man. So that's what, you know, got me, um, you know, snapping on people. And when did you people fight back? talking about me. When people would talk about me, then I would, I would fire back. Like, how, how early? Oh, man, probably mm, eight. Eight. Eight or not, yeah. And then eventually, when do you realize that you are a funny son of a bitch and that you can pursue this? Probably uh, high school, college, the locker rooms. Because you're in there with a bunch of guys who all have egos. Yeah. Yeah, and I always got the best of them. And then by the time I got to college, the cafeteria would get quiet because there was another funny guy on the team named Mo Ooh. who was hysterical. Yeah, so Still people don't know. He played basketball. He was all-state, all, all uh, Mr. Colorado, correct? Uh, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And then he went okay. to play for the University of Minnesota, <laughs> correct? Kid. Yeah. Under Clem Haskins? Yes. Great legendary coach. And so this is fascinating that you still end up here. Yeah. That we, that we ended up right here at this goddamn right. table. Same table. <laughs> Benj, what were you going to say? I was going to say, for you, when did you develop this, this mad dog personality that we saw roasted so well, by the way? It's taken but, a lot of years. Really? But I've always been were a nut. You, were you a, a loud kid? Yeah. Well, I'm 20% Italian. We know that for a fact. Could be more. Probably not. Probably 20%. I was raised by Dagos and Germans, and they yell But were a lot. you walking around? Yeah, I got no tooth. So what? But it was... Well, no. That came later, but I was always performing <laughs> by myself. Like, I would be uh -huh. playing the records. I'd run around the music. I acted out things. I used to do sports like 50 years and like I would do the 2020 sports well, seasons. When everything. did you get really ballsy? Because the first time I saw you was uh, Laugh Lounge. Rest in peace. Yes. You, <laughs> did you perform there a lot? Towards the end. Seemed like I was a in a all in a room full of all black people. And I oh, was, yeah. and you went on stage and you started talking about people and I was like, they gonna throw a drink on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I was thinking. I was like, this white dude don't know black people too well. <laughs> and then the room got quiet and then it erupted in laughter and he just kept ripping. And I was like, this dude has some type of like white boy Yoda powers. <laughs> 
some force fields. One of the nicest things <laughs> that's ever been said. Over to black me. people. I mean, it was it was incredible. I was like, this dude is incredible. So then the next time he did it, you know, it was like, okay, you know, because you think maybe it was beginner's luck, luck or something. He yeah, got right. Lucky. He got lucky. right. But this time the chicken wings is coming out. <laughs> they about to throw chicken wings at his ass and then give it up for Mad Dog Matter. And I was like, this motherfucker's official. Yeah, but black people be like, yo, that nigga's crazy. <laughs> I had a That's a good greatest compliment. When black a, people call you nigga. Yeah, yeah you have <laughs> you have made it in the hood. That, well, and I'm, black people be like, yo, that nigga's crazy. I'm like, that nigga really is crazy. Well, I've been told that's very nice. I've been told I have a hood pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other day, I, I don't know if I told this story on this podcast or somewhere else's. Uh, I should take note of what I say on mine, but who gives a shit? Um, we, we need a secretary and a treasurer. We need <laughs> taking notes. Uh, you said that. Um, backstage a few weeks ago, um, I was at a club and one of the waitresses, it got brought up that my birthday's today, February 18th, and that she was like, um, she's a ballsy white girl and she likes to talk shit and push buttons, but she's cool. But she goes, surrounded by all these black comics, and Mike Britt's one of them, and goes in front of me, how do you feel about having your birthday and Black History Month? And before I could say anything witty, Mike Britt goes, this motherfucker's black. And then I was like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> He's black. That is, yeah. that Mike, and Mike Britt of everyone. And it was snapping while doing it. Zoe yeah. like, Gay gets that. But, uh, so that was always nice. Yeah, I always felt like I consider myself a black comedian. You I got, tell people that. You got that. street cred, baby. I'm one of the few guys. I do paid gigs in the Bronx and all that shit. And a lot of white people here, I'm going up there. And like, what are you going up there for? Because it's my job, baby. And I like to go where people give a shit. Because Giannis and I, at separate places, came up in black rooms, and I came on the road with Giannis, and we used to talk for fucking hours. Our manager Joel is here. He knows what the fuck's going on with that shit. He used to hear that, and every once in a while, tells about some broad he was trying to bang. I got you, motherfucker. I let it out. It's okay. You're a man. Be a man. All right. And so, um, everyone's getting zinged. Did you hear what happened to me the first 10 minutes of this goddamn show? Um, everyone's going down. So... This is like Carlito's way. You want the pain? You're going to die big time. <laughs> no one? Okay, thanks. It was only a big movie. All right, so um, we came up in those rooms, and those rooms are the better than playing to just like white people whose ribs are protruding out and are listening to the new Arcade Fire. Nothing wrong with that, but there's a lot of judgment a lot of times. Wow. And they just, but they sit there and don't tell you their judgment. You know they're judging you, but they're not letting you know. Black crowds are very on and Spanish crowds are very honest. You know Within what's 30 so seconds, funny? it's like, you're corny or you can fucking hang with us. And you know that's, what's that's, so a, funny that's dope, man. Is when we worked in the opposite of, yeah. of that shit, the first time me and me and Mad Dog did a gig over at, uh, in Williamsburg. Yeah, we do, we do a gig in an alt room in Williamsburg and Dog walked on stage because everybody was like, yo, man, this crowd is tight. This is weird. And I was like, whatever, man, I got to have it. So Dog goes up right before me and, and he's, he walks on stage and he says, yeah, you know, I hate doing these shows with these corny ass white people. <laughs> I was like, what did he do? Look, I'm black and I was in the back offended. I started. Right. <laughs> did he just... Keep your I was down. hiding my titties. I was like, did he just say that to these nice people? <laughs> and he didn't give a rat's ass either. I thought he was going to say, just kidding. He was like, yeah, you know, because you motherfuckers over here get on my damn. I was like, whoa. But see, part of that came that I've never really identified being white. I always was Italian, <laughs> which I think now 
a lot of Italians don't want to hear this. Italians, hardcore Southern Italians, aren't really the lightest people. I mean, they're ethnic. It's a whole culture. Yes. But when they come out here, they, oh, we're white, white, all that bullshit. But I never thought I was that. And I was really dark as a kid. And people thought I was Mexican as a kid. Then later we found out I might be Mexican. We might get into that. We might not. Who gives a shit? into it. So, um, lots, I, of, lots of trauma back then, baby. I was no race. But the real thing I really was was an outsider. I was always by myself and did not feel like I fit in, which made me relate to black folk and Spanish folk and everyone the fuck else, man. And so I've always felt like that. And so when I talk shit to white people, and I've always playfully done it, but there is a bit of, you ran everything for years, kiss my ass. You've had mm -hmm. it good where you were the ones who could make fun of everyone, and now I'm going to be, nope, you're dumb, you're a bunch of honkies, what's up? I say honkies, and I see white people get offended, and, and some of them don't know what the word means, and they go, what's that? Oh, that's like our N-word. Oh, it's like, no, get over it. It doesn't yeah. mean shit, but I'm going to say it anyway just to see if it does. And if I'd have known all that about you, I'd have got you a dashiki for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are a revolutionary up in this joint. Black power, motherfucker. <laughs> know, right? You know my, my fourth favorite movie of all time is Do the Right Thing. That's okay. no bullshit. I am, the, I am the new Radio Raheem. What's Let's be honest. Three? Radio Raheem up What's in that? this joint. What's your top three movies? All right, my top three. Okay, I'm going to give you the first two, and then we'll guess the third, and then I think God we're going to bring on our first guest in a minute. And we did not touch upon any of the topics that I was going to yet, but we will. And it involves some of my roommates and roommates' friends. It's going to be exciting. Um, so um, my first favorite movie of all time. Take guesses. Guesses. Godfather. Is number two. Is number two. Scarface. Goodfellas is Oof. one. Godfather one is number two. Pretty fucking good, but no. <laughs> Number three. So now this is what your your wavelengths are are going on with those three. Come on, anyone else? Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Sopranos is a TV show, Ashley. But thank you very much. <laughs> I feel What's like your... it was a trick question, and she just got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's my third favorite movie? Dark Side of the Moon. No. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Annie good. Hall is my third favorite movie. Oh. Annie Hall. Which makes no fucking sense, sandwiched between two mob movies. And a Spike Lee joint. But that makes perfect sense for you. Yes. Because or it doesn't make perfect sense. He's just exactly. Like you're all everywhere. over the place. Yeah. Well, because I'm part Italian and part neurotic Jew, is that what you're fucking saying? <laughs> and part officially, unofficially black. Well, here's the thing my legal father, Norris Brent Fleming, for those who don't know, my birth certificate is Norris Brent Fleming II, AKA Jamie Lewis Matter. My grandparents took custody of me like 30 days after I was born. My mom went to Mexico. She came back pregnant or she left pregnant. Some people in the family think she left pregnant and she was dating a Jewish fella, and so boom. She came back, though, with a Mexican fella. He left right after, so we don't know. We narrowed it down to those two. But she then found another dude named Norris Brent Fleming who was a Creole black dude from Louisiana. He's still split after I was born, but that's who I'm named after. So legally black, like my legal father is black, and then wow. we're pretty sure Jewish-Italian. So there you go. That's my top fucking four. Heather's <laughs> is five. <laughs> Heather's... <laughs> So apparently I'm also a quarter uh, twatty teenage girl, so I don't know. <laughs> Real quick before we saw this was great, Banter. Um, so it's my birthday, as we know, and last night I did, or I did warm up during the day, and I've been very, feeling very sore because I went running in the snow, which fucks you up. I yes, can only imagine how... Um, Rocky felt in Rocky IV in Russia. All right, it's very painful. So imagine. I've been sore and cranky. I went and was like, let's go get a back rub. So I went for a legit one, not the good ones, but a legit one where you actually 
feel good. It's not a girl going like the this. The one with no happy home. ending. Yeah, no happy ending. No happy ending. And by me just saying that they only do like one lazy elbow, that's from friends telling me. So, uh, really, go fuck yourselves. All right, I'm so. <laughs> Everyone got silent there because the guys don't want to laugh too hard like they know what that is. All right. Guys know what the happy ending is. They, why the fuck not? Yeah. It's free country. Uh, <laughs> even though that is illegal. Who cares? So, I go to this. Um, my roommates, so Sunday, roommate Tita, who's in the audience, her dear friend, who's also in the audience, Kay was here, and they were hanging out, and Kay went to get a, a, a massage at a legitimate joint, like a block from us. So I wanted to make sure that it was legit. So I go to Tita, I go, hey, T, because that's what I call her, which is some soprano shit, too. Very good, Ashley. That's what I do. I'm like, hey, T, I sound like Polly Walnuts at that point. And so, is it legit? Because I didn't want to get, have you ever heard a guy say this? I didn't want to get jerked off. I just wanted right. to get a back rub and feel good. My legs yeah, are sore. Yeah, that's what he says to his girlfriend when he cheated on her. He's like, I didn't want it to happen, and right. then it just exactly. happened. Exactly, that's what it yeah. is. Well, I didn't have a girlfriend, so fuck it. It didn't matter. Right. So, God bless you, Tony. Now, me telling you that, am I still a big nerd, or have I gotten to some other You're still clinical? a big nerd, yeah. Fuck yeah, that's what I want. That's hip now. So, <laughs> I go there, I go into the place, and I just go, yeah, I want a half hour. So, I go back there. And the place is longer than Tommy Lee. It takes like five <laughs> minutes to get to the back. And I get there, and they go, take off your clothes. And now I'm weirded out. I'm like, do I get down to nothing? Do I stay in my boxers? Like, what if it, if it is a happy ending place? Well, fuck, it is my birthday. Who gives a shit? Right. If they want to give me one, I'll take one. So what am I going to do, say no? Um, so I don't know what to do, but I, I say, you know what? I don't really want one. I'm going to leave my underwear on. Thank God I did. A dude walks the fuck in. Oh, yeah. And I'm weirded out. That's a really unhappy ending. Yes. <laughs> well, this was an unhappy beginning, Saddest Johnny. Saddest ending ever. So the dude comes up, and I'm now weirded the fuck out. I'm weird about dudes touching me and giving me back rubs, even though fellow comedian Louis J. Gomez will come up to you every once in a while, give you a back rub when you really need it, and you don't want it, but you go, this feels fucking good. He's a UFC guy. <laughs> He's got good hands, and you're like, ah. And you're like, Joey... Joey Pants in The Matrix. Ignorance is bliss. Just let it go. All right? right. The steak really doesn't exist, but who gives a shit? Just let it happen. So the dude is so nice. He's like, yes, sir. Hello, sir. And he's talking like Cato from The Green Hornet, and, which was Bruce Lee, which is awesome. And so he's giving me this back rub. So you it, just let that go. You didn't say, hey, there's no chicks. But he's touching all over. My ass is getting rubbed. <laughs> he's rubbing his junk on me. He's not oh. trying to get saucy with me, but he's just that fucking good. And at right. some point... <laughs> This won't register on the podcast, but we do have an audience. I want people. My head is down like this. I'm trying not to look. And he's rubbing my back coming from above me. And his garbage is rubbing on my head. His garbage is rubbing on my head. Yes. And now, eventually, I get comfortable. <laughs> right then. Because That's it does, the he's very good. Not then, but eventually. <laughs> and he's doing like some chicken wing shit. And so he's doing this. And when I'm getting comfortable... I start, well, I'm relaxed. My head goes to women because I do like them. And so then all of a sudden I go, you better cut this out because you're going to get too comfortable and you're thinking about broads. You're going to get some magic down there and then you're going to question your life and call a fucking shrink. Right. And then that's going to ruin everything. Right, all right? Most so, massage. I mean, for real, like, I mean, did you fuck him? Right. <laughs> I told him 8 o'clock tonight. He hasn't fucking shown up. And it was very interesting. And then at one point, though, now, He'll take your pants down a little to rub your buttocks, okay? And then you're like, and they'll be like, sir, sir, don't be so tight. And you're like, I'm just taking precautions over here. And now, can I bring this up, Kay? Kay asked me if the woman played with my nipples. So will you admit this or no? I already did. Like, they, they don't mean nothing by it. They're just that fucking good. 
My half hour passed, and she's like, or the dude's like, oh, you need more? Or like, you should, you should do another <laughs> half, because he didn't get this side yet. At one point, he takes these hands oh. that have been up my, my booty, rubs my eyeballs and my earballs, and it feels ear great. Balls. Eyeball, earball, and then part of me, being a hypochondriac, goes, Oh my God, these were just by my booty hole. What if I get fucking pink eye and I look right. like Bob Costas in the Olympics? There you go. Yes. And so, but then half of me goes, this is the most peaceful you've ever right. fucking been. <laughs> and now it was 40 bucks for yeah. an hour. You got I didn't good. know what to tip him. I gave him $25 because this guy is clearly a nice dude who's a professional who came close to my booty hole and all this shit. If you're going to do that just for me to feel better so I can do a podcast and warm up on my birthday hmm. and eat cookies, I have more sugar in my body tonight <laughs> than I have had in a month because I eat it fucking healthy. It sounds like you had a lot day. of sugar in I'm your body. <laughs> Jordan Belfrant, thank you. Jordan Belfrant. Had no idea you were going to come out on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Mad dog. Mad dog is out of the closet, ladies and gentlemen. Get the fuck out of here, Lester. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. So that I tipped a... the guy $25 goddamn dollars. <laughs> And, and I feel like number. if I need him to do yard work, he's fucking there. Right. Damn right. <laughs> I so love it. that. Fucking get pink ear out of that shit. It's amazing. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? All right. Well, those were the stories I wanted to talk about. We might get to one <laughs> we more. We covered everything we wanted so, to. Now we got some interesting thing. Uh, two episodes ago, we had a gentleman on. We, we're getting to the point now where we don't know where the stories are going to go. We trust each other, the people we rotate in. And we got some of the third mics here. And we're going to bring some of these cats up here as well to bullshit. And... But we trust each other. We know it's fun. I trust Benji because a lot of times I run out of questions because I'm, <laughs> I'm not that smart. I went to UNLV. And so he can ask hardcore questions, and then everyone fits different roles, and we can carry things, and we, we feel we can just find the story out of someone. We brought this dude up who I have met coming to shows here. He would come here, sit close to the stage, and always say, I stare at dead bodies. Every time I would host a show here on Sunday nights. And, but he was a big fan, and he was a sweetheart. And I'm like, let's bring this dude on to the show and talk about dealing with dead bodies. Little did we know he's also a rapper. And Surprise. we're like, well, that's cool. But this man also <laughs> raps about, you know, anti-bullying and good shit. And he's a sweetheart and it's very unique. And he made his rapping debut on our show two weeks ago when I took my phone and played Tom Sawyer by Rush, which he's never heard. It was too slow for him. And then Getty Lee started getting his two business in there. Who gives a shit? But he made his debut, and I said, you're going to have to come rhyme here. So, going to do a couple rhymes. This is an interactive show, goddammit. Give it for Saul Arbach. Yes. Talking to the mic, Saul. Talking to his mic. Thank you. Thank you. How are you guys doing? All right. Thank you for coming, Saul. Thank you for having me. How are you? Happy birthday. Thank you, my friend. Now, let's also bring up a couple things about you. You are a sweetheart. You have no idea still, after appearing on a podcast what the fuck podcasts are on the way to the show we just released it last week but we recorded it probably about five weeks ago this son of a bitch god bless and i mean that in all due respect that's a goes, compliment my friends want to listen to this show what how are they going to hear it i go eventually it's going to be on itunes and soundcloud what station is that on amfm <laughs> look it's going to be on the podcast you can listen to it any time is that on xm or Sirius? okay Saul. Then I, I hinted to him last week that it's up, and he still asked me what station. And then I booked him to come do this, and he goes, can my friends listen to it live? I'm like, if they show up. But what station is it going to be on the radio? So he still has no idea. Um, so do you understand how this works now? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> why, why fuck around? Let's right. go. Saw Arbuck with a rap song. Johnny, are we ready to play him some music? Give me. No, it's time for the show. Get your A game on. We're gonna have fun. Gonna rock this joint like it ain't done before. The beat starts rolling and we hit the floor. Yo, I'm turning back. That's where it's at. Roof raising, gun blazing like we under attack. If you ain't with this place, you a big disgrace. It's a mad dog party in a mad dog place. Make some noise! There ain't no party like a mad dog party. Make some noise! Always number one, you can't be outdone. Make some noise! There ain't no party like a mad dog party. Make some noise! Make some noise! We won't stop till we drop. Open up shop. Going all the way till we hit the top. There's a party over here, we ain't going nowhere. Raise your hands in the air like you just don't care. If you don't rock the fuck out, you'll be knocked the fuck out. Sing along to the song till you shout it out loud. If you ain't with this place, you'll pick this place. It's a mad dog party in a mad dog place. Make some noise! Hey! Ain't no party like a mad dog party. Make some noise! Yeah! Make some noise! Ain't, ain't no party like, like a mad dog party. party. Make some noise! Make ain't some no noise! Like we gonna party now! Uh, we gonna uh, show uh, you uh, how! That was outstanding, Saul. Thank you. That's my party rap. Now, is it a usual party rap that you also do? Like, if this was he does that Blaster's at every party, party he's at, yeah. whether Mad Dog or not. You're like, who's Mad Dog? Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've slept with girls who said that. I'm gonna be honest. The, uh, the original the original uh, wording is uh, the original lyrics is there ain't no party like a fucked up party. But you know you can take uh, you can take the word right. fucked up out and. Put any two-syllable word in there. Kosher party, mad dog party, adventure party, whatever. You know. I'm glad that kosher's an option. Right. <laughs> we got options. <laughs> you might have some rich Hasidics in the audience tonight. Yeah, right. um, oh, wow. So this is your first live performance? Yes. Woo! Wow. <laughs> Lust for life. Uh, um, you know, uh, random Times Square, uh, you know, whatever you call it on the corner doesn't count. You do on the corner there? I've done it. Do you make money? Do you take the hat up? No. I actually, <laughs> I actually once went on a train and I'm like, you know, you know what? You know these, uh, these, uh, what do you do? These, these people that collect money on the train. I don't know what they call this. Uh, panhandlers. Panhandlers. I once went, walked onto a train and I'm like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I am not panhandling. I'm not collecting any money. I do not. I am not homeless. I am not uh, part of some charity party. I'm just here to give you all a great motherfucking time. And I yeah. just saw it. And are people nice about it? Because to me, New Yorkers only let that happen if you have to pay rent. <laughs> You know what I want to do? I want to take over. I told this last time. I'd like to be your manager. Yeah. Well, we also have management in the uh, arena here. Yep. Uh, all of a sudden, this became arena. This became yeah. the garden. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got rid of my first guy. I'm hiring. You did have a manager before. Um, whatever. I had somebody, but he's gone now. 
Let's start wow. with. You have let's pretend. It sounds very shady. This yes. does sound really shady. We might get into this. He's yeah. gone um, now. What if we tell everyone that you're trying to make money for your basketball team? <laughs> He's my center. You point to the black guy, Saul. That's a little wrong. <laughs> Tanya can play center. Tanya is like a five-star athlete. How many sports did you play in high school? In high school, I played four. Yeah, bitches, right there. Yeah. That's, that's Title IX, NCAA rule. How many did you play? Fucking zero. <laughs> I was most theatrical, class of 96, Chaparral High School. Most counts? theatrical. That counts? Yeah, it really fucking counts. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Oh, that was a sniper laugh. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> that was a good fucking sniper laugh. Sniper laugh. So we're about halfway through. So the people who have never seen this show, are you enjoying yourselves? There's some people from downstairs. This is very interesting, right? I'm very having a good time. People are blowing me up. They know they know we are recording right now. It's Wait, did you cover this in the when the episode he was on? You what is this? You're an undertaker? I work in funeral homes with dead bodies. In what capacity? Sorry? In what capacity? He used to work with live bodies, but shit got weird. <laughs> <laughs> shit got They're weird. gone now. I, I, do a, I do a I'm a I'm a mortician's assistant, uh, but I do a religious job where I'm, I'm Jewish. Uh, and Jewish people call me uh, a shomer. I take care of bodies. Uh, basically, uh, I pray for the bodies from the time they, uh, from the time I get to the body. You know, uh, I get to the funeral home until they, until the service. I'm, I pray for the bodies. You know, I pray for more people to die, but don't tell them that. Um, <laughs> well, I think that just got done right there, <laughs> sir. Yeah, that's, uh, Business, that's, baby. Uh, yeah. I also help people. I help them bring the bodies from the hospital to wherever they, from wherever they pass away to the funeral home, then I bring them to the cemetery. What else do you want to know? And we did prove that's last it. time he is a sociopath. I did do the sociopath test live on the show. <laughs> My roommates know this because within a week or two of living with them, I put them through it, and I had them put me through one when I didn't know it, where... For those of you who don't know it, you take an object and you hit yourself in the hand. If you have a hammer and you're strong-thumbed, try with a hammer. If not, just use something random and just in the middle of a conversation, just start hitting yourself in the hand, which almost makes you look like a sociopath, yeah. but that's another discussion. If the person does not react, they don't have human empathy and they're a sociopath. In the middle of interviewing him, I believe Anthony from Savage Animal was sitting in with that. It, Anthony and Benji were talking to you, Saul, and you didn't react to me. I'm like, Saul, I'm hitting myself in the hand. You don't give a shit. He's like, yeah, eventually you'll die and I'll take care of you. And that's... <laughs> so, so, just so, to say a sociopath would be an understatement. Would wow. be an understatement. Oh so you take pride. You own up to being a sociopath. Why, Why not? Let me ask you a serious question. <laughs> okay. Is there any party like a sociopath party? <laughs> <laughs> I have a better question. Is there a sociopath anonymous rehab center? Because I could use it. Okay. We got questions. <laughs> a lot of questions to throw out. <laughs> yeah. Should we do a Q&A? Salt, would you do a Q&A? Okay. Anyone, first of all, any of the panel right now, John, do you have anything? I see wheels spinning on both y'all. Tanya, yeah, do you want to wait? A lot of, I got a lot, a lot of, of questions. Wait, wait. Anyone I, in the audience? I want to know who his manager was. <laughs> yeah, who was your manager? <laughs> and is your manager dead now? And that's the problem. No, he's a good guy. He's not dead. Uh, Why are you so vain? We got t All right, whoever's got a question, come up here and speak into the mic. Come up. Yes, here we go. The nature of, uh, well, your vagarity? How do you say that? Vagarity? I think you said it. Vagueness. Vagueness. Uh, I just learned a new word, vague. Yes. Your, <laughs> <laughs> your, abstract, your, your abstract approach to answering the question by your manager makes me suspicious. 
No, he just had personal issues to deal with. And basically, I didn't, I, I didn't really fire him. It's like, you know, when people don't come to work and you fire them because they're not working. So like, he had issues and he, he has to take care of, you know, with, with his personal life. And uh, so he wasn't really available for me, so I had to fire him. So um, moving on to other stuff. You mean, no. you mean kill him? <laughs> <laughs> For the, Shh, don't tell anybody. Everybody, this is someone we are going to have on the mic today, and I'm glad he, he jumped on. This is Tim from uh, The Rabbit Hole. Deep inside the, deep deep inside inside the rabbit hole the on Stan New York Labs, which is a conspiracy theory, or he doesn't like that word. You want to pull uh, him up? Podcast. Yeah, come on up, come on, come my on, dude. Man. Come on up. Take the, uh, take, take, take bring, the bring your chair. Sit on bring the bench chair. here. No, no, chair. sit right here no. to that mic. We're good. We're good. Yeah, sit right here, talking to that mic. and um. He can sit. I got to stand. Yeah. Yes, because we need your so juices I think flowing. You're good. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So we had Mike Cannon, your partner, on talking about conspiracies. You don't want to call them conspiracies. Mike what do you partner. call them? What do you like to call? Conspiracies? Yeah, not conspiracy I call, theories. I call them conspiracies. I not thought theories. you. I thought you said there was something else. Uh, well, I mean, it depends what we're talking about. This, I mean, that's why we call it deep inside the rabbit hole. It's there's a million different ways that you could go down it. You know, once you start asking one question, ask ask a question. And we'll go on for days. I wanted him to tell you about that because basically he's finding a conspiracy with Saul's manager right from the jump. What happened to him? Why is he dead? Did he get you? Right. What royalties did you pay that <laughs> son of a bitch? What's going on? You start pulling on a thread, the whole sweater comes undone. Do you seriously? Th thank you, Weezer. Um, do you think <laughs> there is something going on with Saul? He works with dead bodies and now he is a rapper, but this is his first show. Uh, honestly, no. I believe that there is much more going on behind the scenes and that everything that he's presenting to us is uh, an illusion so that we can't actually get to the truth. Wait a minute. Uh, and I'm not even sure that he's aware of it. Hold on a second. Any cops in the house? I just asked, do you think that there's something deeper going on? And he said no. And then he ended by, yeah, I think there's an illusion here. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I did say that. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Everything was going good with Nerdy Mad Dog. And now all of a sudden people are puzzled. There's people staring this at is, it. This is why we brought Mike on to be the co comedian because we talk about heavy shit. And this is where it gets. It gets real weird. Real I quick. did your show once. Um, it was very interesting. I uh, will admit this. I was drunker than a son yep. of a bitch. Yep. Because I did warm up and I went and hung out with the staff. The staff there likes me and we get along with them the cameramen the blue collar people and the gaffers and shit like that and the grips so i went and got had a couple drinks with them and i came here just blitzed out of my mind and later did the Artie lang show and this was to help sober me up but i was a fucking mess and my head was exploding because they covered jfk marilyn monroe aliens oh, that was, uh, and i think my fifth grade the, science uh, teacher the illuminati party that we had here we were talking about why yes. jfk missed our big party yeah. yes we right. had a freemason fund to fund a big party here uh gave us a ton of money um, our relationship has since uh, dissolved uh, because because uh, <laughs> you admitted you took their money to to have high pitch Eric from the Stern show. Yeah. We gave it, yeah, he gave it just to propagate his agenda, and instead we just got a lot of uh, live reptiles, high pitched Eric, and ran around like lunatics. Which was a great fucking party. It was a party. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was We're gonna do it again. We'll yeah. get another funder. Yeah. Now, what who, will you get money from now, other than the Illuminati? It shows up. Or the Masons. It just, it Who just, else? It just tends to show up. When you're digging into this information, people just kind of just show up. Since you're not joining the group to be part of the group, would you go to a hate group, take their money, and go? Would you join the KKK or some shit like that? You're not supporting you're them. Fight you're just fire gonna take them. Fire kind would of you thing? fight fire and then have a party and only invite black women and Jews? That sounds like a great time. <laughs> that sounds like That's a party. The next fucking that party. sounds like a party. Black women and that Jews. That sounds like a riot. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like. And no one's having fun. Yeah. And then we'll record that episode 
and we will tell the KKK what station we are on it's as we're recording that <laughs> so they can hear it live. Outstanding. Any other questions for Saul or for Tim? Yes, um, one of our great third mics, R.G. Daniels, everyone. R.G. Daniels, the crowd. Come on up, R.G., yes. I just wanted to know which train line you rapped on. Was it like the safe L train or <laughs> was it like the A train going the other way? Yeah. Um, just so we could way. gauge. The A, which, 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 which train have I not rapped on? Have you, you rapped on, on that many? A lot. All uh, right. Some, some train in the Bronx, some train in uh, some train, the A train. Metro I did North? Yo, you know what's, you know what's, you know what's. Yo, not you know what? Not yet. Yo, okay. you know what's funny there. about rapping though? Yes. I think that because everybody always says that that comedy is the toughest hustle, yes. right? Yes. But it doesn't matter, like as comedians, like that people don't know who I am because I've done shows with with huge people. Even last night, following Seinfeld down at Gotham. Oh my god. Yeah, right. But check it out. It doesn't what matter. You can do. No, but I'm saying once you walk on stage and people sitting there and they're like, "This guy's funny," they'll let you live. Yeah. If they're laughing, they're laughing. Rapping to me is the worst. If you're an unknown rapper, people hate you. Yes. Like, but I, I don't mean, I don't mean that the they warning. hate, I don't mean that they hate your rap. They hate you personally. Like, <laughs> even worse. Right. And why do you, when why you do you start, think that? I just think when you start rapping and people don't know the song, they, 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 they really feel like you have ruined this space and time right. permanently. <laughs> I mean, I really think that people despise unknown rappers. There's nothing that will ruin a show. I'm not saying this show. No, 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 this is great. But here's what I used to hate. Any other show. Rest in peace, the Virgin no, Mega safe. Store. I go to the. Thank you, RG. Uh, I'd go to the Virgin Mega Store on 14th Street, and there'd always be a guy going, "Hey, you like rap music?" Uh, and you'd be like, "You're not gonna." I don't lie, so I'm like, "Sure." You want to buy my album? No, I'm about to go buy Ice Cube's album. That's why I'm here. Right. In that store is full of albums of people whose shit is on the radio, yes. the YouTube's. The MTV, which still played videos then. I don't sound like an old guy, but I guess I just, I just did. And why would I buy an Unknowns album just because you... Who loves rap music that much? They want to find a kid right. in a ripped Two Live Crew fucking shirt and a Bro. bandana. And buy his album. Not just get it for free. Buy his album. There is, buy it off the street for ten bones. There's no artist hated more than an unknown rapper. There's no artist despised. Other art forms, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're singing, people will let you sing. If they find out you're a good singer, they sit there and applaud. And you know what I mean? Or you're a poet. No yes. one ever boos poets. You know what I mean? A but they poet, fucking should half the time. They, they should. should. Yeah. You're damn right. They, they should be booed. Yeah, do some slam shit. You've done it before oh, on the show. I could do it. I, yeah. could, I could do a piece. Yeah, let's. Do, you guys want to hear a slam poem? Yeah. Sean Laster. Um, you know, I wrote this piece because a lot of times as black men in the media, you know, um, they show us in a negative light. So, you know, a lot of us do positive things. It, it doesn't show up. And, and I think that people are tricked into believing that we're negative all the time. So the piece that I wrote is don't be tricked. Okay. All right. Don't be tricked <laughs> by the pause. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. That's what we do, man. See, poets, look at that. They loved it. They, they love loved it. it. <laughs> Unknown poet. They just loved it. They, they're like, I don't know what he was talking about, but it was deep. It was deep. It was deep. I used to think I was deep. I'd go to coffee shops in Vegas, 
and I would go and do that shit. And I'd, I'd, Where all the deep yeah. people yeah, go. From UNLV, there was Cafe Copio and Cafe Roma, and you just go up there and be like, I don't understand why, and it's just awful shit. It's awful. That was the worst. And my buddy would listen to the Beat Generation box set on tape in his old Dodge Dart, which is garbage. And we'd listen to that, and we thought we're deep, and we're wondering why we're not getting laid by listening to that in Fugazi in, like, 11th grade. Yeah, they're just throwing ass at you then. And, um, man, I got so deep that this crybaby turned to me and goes, man, you're too deep, no one likes you. And then after that, I think, is when I started becoming a comedian. It was like, well, fuck you then, squarehead. And then that was, boom. Poetry's crazy, man. I know this chick got a scholarship. Swear to God, recently she just went to went to Ohio, and it's foul because there was a bunch of us sitting around, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm leaving." I was kind of seeing her, and she said, "Yeah, you know, I'm okay. going to yeah, I'm the going to Ohio." Out. Yeah, there's three or four of us sitting there. Here's the foul thing: like this guy's knee jerk reaction as she's telling us, right? She was like, "Yeah, I'm leaving." He said, "Oh, really? What are you doing?" You know, she said, "I got a full scholarship for poetry." I swear to God, my my boy sat next to me. He was like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> that was his response. He was like, "Why? Like who would?" Who would give somebody a scholarship for that? Well, I guess we still need poets. Do we? Do we? Well, who's the best uh, yeah, I don't know. in the world Only right now? The person we poetry. know is my. Uh, do you know anyone other than. Not us. My a poet Angelo? just died. A poet just died. In, uh, Rolling Stone wrote. Poets probably Gen die X. all the time. Yes. Who? Who? Maggie Estep? Died. She was on MTV when they were trying to make poetry relevant. They did an unplugged spoken word, which. Is the spoken word already, already unplugged? unplugged? I'll let yeah. you on a little. I'll let you in on a crazy secret. Like how much? Uh, how much spoken word was going on at Ozfest? Not too fucking uh, much. Yeah, we are doing a sketch show here, March sixth. Plug it, March sixth. Yes. Did you see me just throw in that plug? March sixth. That sketch show. I was. I was in the process trying to sell at one point in time. Right. Yes. Dealing with Russell Simmons and Russ says. Uh, when they turned the show down the first time, obviously we're bringing it back, but that it was because they were doing deaf poetry. Really? Yes. They chose deaf poetry instead, and I was mortified. Was your boy there? <laughs> Why? Poetry? <laughs> I mean, it worked out for him. He made a ton of money, yeah, but, but I'm just saying. Did it really? He, he went with, hey. He did rap music. He did comedy. did poetry. Has he tried anything? He should do deaf, like, Chef Jam, because everyone likes food shows. Well, we going. I think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna. Well, let's see what happens with the sketch. With the sketch. Yeah. All right. Is he still gonna come? Def Sketch Comedy. Well, I don't think he probably's not gonna be here on the sixth, but we'll see. This is how big a nerd I am about music. I was gonna be a music critic. Um, I when Def Comedy Jam was going on, I kept saying, why don't other rap labels have comedy jams? Why isn't there a Tommy Boy Comedy Jam and like De La Soul MCs it? Well, Bad Boy. And that's why, because no one knew what the fuck I was saying, right. <laughs> and everyone stared at me like I hand him a Rubik's cube with no colors on it. <laughs> And I'm doing lines for my act, and it's not working because people are getting tired. All right, good. <laughs> Real quick, before we have Saul do another rap. And then, all right, so this is our itinerary before we end, and we just start drinking. We're going to ask a question to Tanya that's pertaining to poetry. We'll probably go on six other tangents. <laughs> Saul do another rap. I think we should bring on the roommates to discuss so you guys can pick their brains about living with me. Then Saul will come out here and do a closing rhyme. Um, before that, we'll probably have everyone else who's been a part of the show come up and say some shit. And then we can drink and make mistakes. Is everyone okay with that shit here at the live show? Good. I can tell people are getting tired because it is hard to go. There will not be a Russell Simmons deaf podcast jam because <laughs> oh, this art God. form is still hard for people to process live, but it has been good. And a lot of the reasons was Savage Animal warming up the crowd. God bless Woo. it. If a, supposedly poetry is a good way to get to a girl's heart or a lady's heart, a woman's heart. If a dude wrote you a poem, how would you feel? Time. Um, it's happened before, and I showed it to all my friends, and Ooh. we laughed. 
Yeah. It was terrible. So that worked. But you're it. like, but you're like, God. This When's he showing awful? up tonight then? Yeah. This sounds awful, but you're like, grow a pair, dude. Grow a pair. Yeah. Are there any ladies in the audience who are pro poetry? Anyone? Wow. <laughs> Nobody wants to admit it now. How about how about this move? If a dude that you used to date but you broke up because your dad is rich and maniacal and he showed up outside your window with a boombox playing Peter Gabriel, would you go back with them or would you call the fucking cops? Let's be honest with that say anything shit. Is that, is that better than poetry? I think a guy clapped on that. All right. That was your masseuse. That was my ma We're almost done, Cato. I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Saul, are you ready to do another number? Yes. Come on, another number from Saul Arbach. Oh, wait, the mic. Oh, the mic's done. Go to this in. mic. Saul, go to this mic. Bullying. I am an anti-bully advocate. 
Sarbach! Thank you, everybody. So go ahead and have a seat over here. We're going to bring on the roommates. We're going to have you come on towards the end and do one more before we go out in a blaze of glory. Give it up for Saul, everybody. Um, Benji just had to tinkle because of diabetes. Um, so um, let's do this. Should we bring on, do you guys want to pick with your, with your history, with uh, being able to break down people, being a future head shrinker, do you want to talk to my roommates and get some, find yeah, out some more yeah, shit? Yeah. Let's bring out the roommates. Let's bring out Savage Animal. And if Tita wants to come up, you're more than welcome to, but I know you're shy. And that's a no. She looked back at those motherfuckers. Here we're Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone. And Tita! No, 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 you guys are in here too. You guys are gonna ask yeah. John, you ask questions too. Come on in. You guys, yeah. You guys say, Tita and, and yeah. Tita, Anthony, you share a mic. He's next to Anthony. You're a real boyfriend. Yes. Oh, that would be interesting. My lover. First of all, the warm-up was outstanding. You guys basically nailed me to a T, how I live at the house, with the workouts, with the weighing myself, and me with the nonsense references. It was very good. Now, I've been living with you guys almost two years. I believe it was March 1st of 2012. I was going through some horrible shit in my life. Horrible. Right here, Gregory. Anthony's arm is on the piano, well, and it my is- My arm is not touching Tita. I allow, I allow this. I allow. Yeah, why? We'd bring us closer. Yeah, I love that. You guys are great together. Are you basically saying they should be together and you're not? Everyone can be together in our house. Everyone yes, is together. Everyone. Our house come in each other. is together. Well, I feel like that is inviting me to be um, with you. I'm with Cato, my masseuse now. I don't know if you know this shit. <laughs> Who still Chris, wanna, this is really weird. Yeah, I'm going to come on that. Because yeah, yeah. I'm coming out of the speaker. so I can't Yeah, yeah sit on the talking. speaker. That's not weird. Three of us. Let it vibrate like that scene in Private Parts with the naked lady. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to put your arm around Oh, now everyone has their arm around each other. All right. Um, guys, any questions for my roommates about living with me for two years? Fire away, Benji. That's any, Sean going, really? I don't well, have first, anything. No, I do. Anything crazy off the bat? We know sleepwalking, sleep talking, Shit. crazy habits in the... Is the other part going to be aired? The warm-up? Is that going to be on the podcast? If you allow it, yes. Recover how much shadow boxing you do? Why well, shadow box every day. <laughs> every day, every moment. But how's that weird? There's boxing. Anyone in here shadow box? No. No. Nobody. You guys, yeah, I learned it from him. <laughs> he taught me I shed five pounds in two weeks. But yeah, it's because you only eat popcorn. It has nothing to do with your work. <laughs> yeah. You only ingest popcorn I eat vegetables. Guacamole. Yeah, I make great guacamole. You make the best guacamole, but I've never seen you eat Anything that's candy-like. Are you or, trying to Are you trying to lose weight? Well, is that I have, what you're doing? But I'm. I'm I mean, is that the goal, or is, or you just have bad eating? Because I have bad eating habits. No, I, I, I I'm healthy. I'm not trying to lose weight, but I eat like a savage. I eat fish and vegetables and all kinds of shit like that. But is at it, night, is it, I snack on Is it for the popcorn. purpose of losing weight, though? It's the purpose of not being an FF, a fat fuck. Okay. Because, <laughs> like I said, at the funeral last year, that, and then two months later, I'm in Jamaica and. I may or may not have been hooking up with a, a lovely lady in the bathroom ever uh, room, and I look at my belly and go, this is utterly disgusting. But was it disgusting fat. to her? No, Probably. But, but she'd been... You're good. She, had a, she, she was going through a divorce and hadn't had sex in three years. She would have banged one of the lobsters in the ocean in Jamaica. <laughs> Let's be honest about that shit. Right. I've been okay with it. So it, I was just a disgusting. I looked worse than the Samoan wrestlers back in the 80s. Okay, right. you were like five pounds. You make me feel like such an asshole. No! You <laughs> weighed like 10 pounds. I have 100 pounds on you. 
Maybe. I weighed I weighed two twenty. We just I weighed two forty. No, not now. I lost a little bit. Yeah, you're not. Wait, two, you're you're saying, not two forty now. I, I'm two thirty five. Are you two thirty five? You don't yeah. look it. No, really? really? Yeah, I hold it well. <laughs> you wear it well. Yeah, that's what I was you gonna wear say. It real well. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you were too skinny, you must have like a hundred pound foot or something. Like yeah, you don't. Right. I got a I got a gold tooth. A heavy, a heavy gold tooth. A heavy gold tooth. A heavy gold tooth. Same thing with Larry Johnson when he played for the Knicks. Really? He was really 220. He was 295 with that gold tooth. Um, you wear it well. If you were too skinny, it would scare me. I would feel that Stephen King put a curse on you or some shit like that. That's because you only know me as as too as heavy guy. Well, I mean, if you saw the rollerblading, Greg, you'd be like, man, this guy, he's got a great body. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it like that. Eight that wheels. guy's got a great body. Cato's getting jealous right Six now. Six abs, eight <laughs> wheels. So, so are, you, are you going for the insanity body? Is that what you're after? I just want to, I just want to be in good shape. I want to feel good about myself. And it, it, it's just it. But, I mean, when does that happen? At what point? I feel good now about buck seventy-five. Okay. But you don't, you don't need to be chiseled or it's not about any of that? Well, apparently I'm not chiseled or you would have said you're pretty chiseled now. Um, no, I wish my biceps were a little bigger, but yeah. who gives a shit? Yeah. I am who I am. Well, you man. could do that if um, stop shadow boxing and, and lift a weight. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't, I'll wait anyway. I'll get you a weight for your birthday. <laughs> a Speaking of that, <laughs> guess what? The gift, I come home last night. I had to record something for something last night, and we won't get into that. I come home from that gig. And I get a gift. It's very nice. Tita is a sweetheart. She's the den mother of our house, even though she's the youngest in the house. And there is uh, happy birthday, uh, like a, what is it called, streamer and banners and confetti and all that shit on my door and a bag for a gift. I'm like, you guys are so sweet. And I open up the bag, and my gift from them is two economy-sized boxes of popcorn, <laughs> and, which I could use as weights at this point. <laughs> Well, we have, we have a whole presentation over here, it looks like. I didn't even notice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which, a flattering, yes. flattering <laughs> illustration. There's a poster board that says, Happy Birthday, Mad Dog, with a and drawing of Mad Dog. And then a literally Mad Dog on it. It's got like, like a it. bloodshot eye. Yeah. Bloodshot eyes. <laughs> this was done by the staff that I love so much at Crowd Goes Wild from Fox Sports, one that I do warm-up for. And they did that, and they put me on television and showed this. It was very sweet of them. And so I came here after, and I hung it up. And I also have a card from my other sister, Tanya. I call my sister. Another sister out here is my dear friend, Leah Bonham. And she gave me a card, so I hung that up, too. So, yeah, man, this is respect, you know? Wow. People yeah. give, give you cards, they do that shit. Any other questions for the roommate? Wait, so I want to know weird shit about Mad Dog. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like he goes to sleep in weird things. No, he doesn't sleep. Yeah. Like clothing-wise? <laughs> yeah, clothing-wise. I feel like it's like... A towel on your head, like sleeps with the hat on. A towel on my head. Sleeps like, with the signature Mad Dog hat on. Sleep or some shit. Uh, yeah, Mad Dog wears a towel and said to make fun of Arabs. What is that shit? <laughs> well, is there anything we wouldn't expect? Like we know Mad Dog on stage or like drinking, but what's behind the scenes that we wouldn't behind expect? The scenes, you'd expect it to slow down. It doesn't. Speed no, up. it doesn't. It yeah. How does it speed up? up. Right. I think I'm calm at the house. Yeah, calm for you is equal to a rabid Wolverine. In <laughs> but I love it. I mean, we love you. I've been shitting on him all day, but we all love him. Oh, yeah, we love, it's yeah, your birthday, really, we yeah, love yeah. you. But yeah, you're a very excitable guy. You're just like... Uh, That's great. You're passionate about everything. <laughs> what, what are some things I'm passionate about that you did not know about until I moved into the house? The movie Casino. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Hats. How did we not Hats. talk about this? Tina and I, well, it's a little weird that only Tina and I get these texts. Greg really doesn't. 
Uh, <laughs> different vest options for the night. I get the vest. I get the vest. You get the vest. Yeah, of course. Too. Do you have a Do you have a wild vest and hat collection? I have a few vests, but Are I haven't been wearing them a lot. John, that's a question you shouldn't have questioned. <laughs> <laughs> that he's got wild hats he and vests. He bought a leather hat the other day that smelled like fish. It did. <laughs> and he returned it. He returned it because it's too a like hat fish. store. You took it that hat like, back. He looked a clerk in the eye. And said, this hat smells like fish. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take it back. Yeah, Ashley was there that night. I was playing another venue where Ashley works at, and I went and bought this leather hat because I needed a new hat. And I like, I remember that Rocky wore a leather hat, so I said, fuck it, good enough for me. <laughs> so I buy the leather hat off St. Mark's Place from this Asian dude, and he was a cool dude, but yeah. the hat you smelled did. like fish. And then I felt bad, I felt white guilt because I'm like, holy shit, it smells like fish. I don't wanna think that he was eating fish heads from a bucket, but he probably was. That's so, that's a crazy white guilt. Right. Is that what? Yeah. That's so far. I, I feel you. I, I mean, if you, if, you you bought a, if you bought a hat from a black dude, you wouldn't want to be like, yo, this smells like chicken, right? You wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't, would want, you wouldn't want to do that. So you would just you would just keep the goddamn keep chicken it, hat. Right. Yeah. It smell like hot sauce. Yeah. Right. You just walk around with that's, the hot sauce If you're hat. a vendor, that's a fun thing to do, though, just for people, you know what I mean? Purposely douse it in chicken. You come back and have to have that awkward Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna sell a bunch you know, of baseball cards, but douse them in meatballs. Yes. So everyone's like, "Why does this smell like meatballs?" I fuck all you. Fucking racist. Yeah. You know, be you know, it'd be fun if he was like, oh, "I was just fucking with you." Here's a real hat. I just, <laughs> <laughs> here's the unchicken hat. Go ahead, man. Take your ass on. I just wanted to see what you was gonna do. That'd be funny. That was the section for hats. We have chicken here. Right. We have fish heads. We have unchicken, unfish heads. Yeah, he's. Fish you head. have a. You Tina. have a. You're just talking to Tina? Yeah. I forgot. That no, go ahead. You have, a you have a whole mess of people that you use for oh, different this, things. Yeah. Like, you were like, oh, all right, my vest guy. I got to text my vest people to let them know my vest. <laughs> or I have my, you know, like, my, my this shirt. Is this shirt too long guy? Yeah. You know, I have my sneaker guy. And you have different people. You ask different questions. I have a shoe consigliere. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy. A shoe consigliere. A shoe consigliere. That's my boy. Uh, Devon Manifest Caesar, he's a rapper. We'll come. We'll have you guys go at it one day. It'll be awesome. Um, we also have my boy back home in Vegas. Uh, the guy does the theme music, Timothy Styles, T.J. Fogarty. He's still a consigliere for clothing, style expert. I'll text him, and he'll be like, "No, nah, that's bugging out," and I won't buy the shit. Do you send him pictures of the clothes? You got damn you right. Yeah. <laughs> and Giannis Pappas is involved, and Jared, Jared Freed from yeah, from what's his show? Uh, the TFM. TFM show. He's also. Uh, a shoe consigliere, and I'll use, because we're both fans of the Adam Carolla show, and they have the character Deaf Frat Guy who ranks things by either all balls or JV. All balls is good, JV is no good. <laughs> and I'll be like, all balls or JV on these red new bounces. And if I get all balls, that motherfucker credit card. Holla! <laughs> that's done, paid in full, baby. So that's how it is, man. You got to have people close to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have an entourage already, and I'm, boy, I, I just sounded like, what's her name? Like Barbara Walters like that. Oh, Wendy. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but it's like, I need, I need handlers. As we've decided already, I'm a fucking mess. I'm fucked up like a $2 watch. So I need people to help me out. And so we have, you know, and, uh, people willing to help me. I, it's got to be tough to live with me coming out of the house before oh, I leave to do easy. gigs it's going, is this hat good? Does this vest go with my fucking boots? Yeah, but is this fun. jacket good? That's fun. Yeah, Anthony said this about me once, but you're, you're like an iPhone and you just have different apps for different yeah. people. It's like, oh, Greg's my, my vest app. And I click him when I need to know about a vest. You know, you have different apps which are different people to get I you dig different it. things. 
That's fucking okay, good. Yeah, that's fun. I dig it. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're not a problem to live with. I don't know why you think that way. Yeah, I don't know why I made this an intervention about me being a horrible person. <laughs> about your hats and vests yeah, when they're fine. They're fine. Hats and vests. Best roommate. Tita just said it. Yeah, Put the mic in front of Tita. See how shy she gets. <laughs> yep, that's pretty fucking shy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Tita, you're now... <laughs> that's, I mean, come on. Tita, you're a part of show business now. You have a credit. Chevrolet Godzilla. Did you just? Whatever. 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 Whoa. Nah, we do it all day. It's all right. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> oh all my day. God. Anthony, your mouth smells like fish heads now. That's how racist that was. <laughs> he said that, Tina. I didn't say that. I'm a good boy. Any other questions <laughs> for the roommates? Anyone else? Does Mad Dog sing in the shower? No. Yeah. Um, no. That's a good. But I can't. I feel like that's something you would do. Well, he, I think he does something slightly different. Oh, do you, yeah. you hear this? No, no. He does something different where if yeah. he feels something needs a theme song, he will pull his phone out and <laughs> yeah. play it no matter what we're doing. Like, oh, this, this needs, we need a little Led Zeppelin on this. And then play it on this tiny speaker on his iPhone yeah. and expect them to just start jamming yeah. and expect us to know the song. And it's like, dude, we, no one knows that you know Led Zeppelin song from before they were banned or whatever. <laughs> Only he has the recordings. I'm a snob. What the fuck you want from he me? He got very into the Eagles. Against his will for a little I remember while. that. That happened a couple months ago. That was we on our first episode. Home. We talked about oh, that. Yeah. Okay. No, but go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Where Mad Dog bashed the Eagles a bit, a lot. And then all of a sudden <laughs> would be like, ah, the Eagles documentary, it's pretty good. And then every day would watch Eagles stuff and be like, I don't like them, but I like them. Because <laughs> I would wake up and all of a sudden in my head would be, take it. Oh, my voice is shot. I'd sing Take It to the Limit one more time. It would just be stuck in my head because that documentary is so good because they hate each other more than you could ever hate them. I grew up hating the Eagles. And everyone I talked to is like, yeah, their worst songs are the worst songs ever. Witchy Woman is garbage. It's terror. The good songs are wonderful, but their bad songs are just the worst thing ever. And so you hate them, but then they all hate each other. And he's like, he's a motherfucker. I don't trust him. Bullshit. Who makes him the boss? Well, he wrote and sang all the fucking songs. Well, fuck him. I played two notes of a solo on Hotel California, but then I had to go to rehab because we did a lot of coke, and then he got the solo. Why the fuck is he the star? And then it's so delightful because Glenn Fry, you think's a big pussy because he sang You Belong to the City, which is not an alpha male song by... No means. Oh, oh, and then he's talking about punching people in the yeah. face and riding with drug dealers in cars going 6,000 miles an hour with Blow and some stripper named Trixie in the fucking back. And you're like, this motherfucker's ill. <laughs> you don't fuck around, though. You don't use, right? You don't... I don't use because yeah. I'd be way too wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at how coked up I am right now. I'm like the Wolf of Wall Street off three yeah. insomnia cookies and some Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> he would disappear in the universe. He would snort once and he'd just... <laughs> or it'd be the opposite I would fall asleep <laughs> yeah yeah some some super hyper people do yeah they do blow and then they calm down yeah cause I don't know how much more up you could go so you right. might just you trying to convince it's a glass him. ceiling right <laughs> definitely not no who's holding let's go god no, damn it no. popcorn. <laughs> I will snort popcorn tonight though just to see snort what happens yeah prove it <laughs> my right, people anyway. give some love Wait, the Savage wait, wait. Animal, 2332, yeah. Yeah. 28th Street. I just gave our address. And Tita, <laughs> God bless them. Come on, give them up. Yes. Thank you, Tita. Yay. <laughs> now, does anyone else, before we close out here, does anyone, we have some of the uh, past guests and third mics here. Um, Grant's here. I don't know who's in the room right now because it's very dark. 
RG, uh, anyone want to come up here Brendan. and say anything? Is Brendan still here? Brendan hasn't been on the show yet. Chris Laker, my dear friend Chris Laker. Anyone want to come down and ask any questions or anything else before we have Saul play us out? This has been a real treat, but I can tell people are getting bored. <laughs> so we're, we're going to play some booty music, and we're going to have fun. A lot of you probably get the fuck out of here quick. I can tell. And then I'll feel alone, and then we'll just go to a strip club. Fuck it. All right, good enough. There's ATMs. I don't give a shit. Or I'll go back and see Cato and tip him $50 and get a rub and tug from a dude and just think of a girl. And that's not gay. I've listened to Jim Norton enough. I know what the fuck's going on. Yes, Bench. I, I got a... Uh, and I, I need more a, booze. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. 36 right now? 36. Okay. If you were talking to... 20-year-old Mad Dog. You know, let's make it 20. 16-year-old Mad Dog. Yes. What do you tell him? Knowing what you know right now. Just, uh, just think who you are. Don't be a dick, but just be confident. You know, that you are, you know, you are who you are. Not everyone's going to like you. There's plenty of people who like you. God bless these people Woo. here for coming out. And, you know, be confident. You know, I still have it. I, I, I need 37-year-old me to come back and tell 36-year-old me that, you uh -huh. know? Because I'm still shy. And I've done okay. I've done all right with women. I have a quasi-career in comedy and show business. I'm working in television. A year and a half ago, I was goddamn uh, poison. I probably still am. I mean, let's be honest. Some of the TV I've been on. I mean, there's people, there's Eskimos who have more exposure in Alaska. <laughs> but it's still better than nothing. And I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. And sometimes you got to remind yourself that, you know? We all put pressure on ourselves about how good we should be doing. Look, man. God damn, every minute alive, I'm going to sound like some old hippie. I'm going to sound like James Earl Jones' character in Field of Dreams. But No, it's, this is a good way to close. Yeah. You know, you got to be who you are and take pride in this. And you just figure it out. And the people who love you will surround you. And that's it, you know? I sound like a bad fortune cookie. Well, how about this? Awful. We love you, man, dog. No. Uh, to, uh, to tie it in back. What's that? I said I got a conspiracy theory that ties in with that. All right, give me one second. This will be good. Then while Benji do that, you'll do that. So well, mine's rap, kind of we'll a close. closing question, so you could... You okay, know. okay, good. Well, as you say, with the passion that you were exuding there, the, uh, I, I do believe truly that the greatest conspiracy of all is the uh, full extent of human potential. So... Why is that a conspiracy? Because, uh, well, I mean, if you want to get into it, right? <laughs> we're only you an hour what? 15 minutes. You know what? Go. You know what? Don't be tricked by the pause. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring you on for a separate episode for that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, my question is, you decided to call this podcast Lust for Life. Yes. What's your lust for life? What do you lust for? What are you trying to get out of? What do you want to look back at the end of your... To be the most me I can and get the most out of it. Like, anything, I don't need to blow up. You know, like, I moved here eight years ago. I couldn't get arrested. Like, no one... I did, like, pro gigs in Vegas. No one gave a shit. I was a regular on a show on, like... Howard 101, a sports show, a guy I grew up admiring, Scott Farrell. I was a regular. No one gave a fuck. I could get it on this mic on Tuesdays for free and go over the light three minutes. That was the most I could get. And I, I played to real humans in Chinatown for a show called Teabag, where you do four <laughs> minutes in between spoken word and a girl who played flute behind hip-hop beats, and that would be real people. And the fact that I'm doing warm-up for a TV show that you know, I'm putting in for other ones, I've been on TV, that I can perform every night, I'm making a living doing that, that's it. I don't need to make seven or eight figures. That would be awesome. I don't need to be the biggest star in the world. 
I am who I am. I'm doing it on my terms. I really still am me. People have told me to change a million times. The key is with this show, yeah, is to be who the fuck you is, to be left of the dial and make it work. Maybe I'm only meant to make five figures a year doing what I love. Guess what? I could be making more being a restaurant manager. That would be miserable. I would have killed myself already. So yes. even if I don't ever make huge money, this is still winning, goddammit. And I'm doing it on my terms. Yeah. Yeah. I have a dope podcast. I don't want to jinx it. We're getting 10,000 people a week, and no one knows who the fuck I is, all right? We're winning this goddamn ball game, baby. All right, so that's how the fuck it is. Let's do one more rhyme of Saul, and then we'll say goodbye. Anyone else? Chris, Chris Laker, any, RG, Grant, anyone want to say anything? Thank you, baby. We love you guys. Let's do one more, and then we'll do the big goodbye, and then we can get people drunk, okay? Because people need alcohol, especially people from Philadelphia. That's right. You should be too far away. One more time. So Arbuck, everybody. When I grew up, that's when times were hard. Money was scarce, and I was falling apart. My family abused me regularly. I was a teen on drugs, living out in the street. Then it happened suddenly, it was a total surprise. A friend picked me up and looked me straight in the eyes. He said, come to our place where the people they care. Free food, free shelter, and the love they share. I'm giving back to all the people that cared. I'm giving back to all the people that shared. I'm giving back to all the people that tried to wipe away all my tears. For every time that I cried, I'm giving back to all the people that know true love to all the people that show true love to all the people that cared with a true heart they're the reason that i did not fall apart they helped me from the start yeah 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 don't forget the yeah yeahs baby so many kids today feeling lost and confused living out in the streets with all the drugs they abuse don't just look at them and stare as if you don't even care think of what it'd be like if that's your brother right there look him straight in the eyes see the tears that he cries feeling empty inside as if he wanted to die let's try to give him a hand do everything that we can to show him true love and that we understand those people did it for me they got me back on track gave me my life back after that i'm giving back i'm giving back to all the people that cared, I'm giving back. To all the people that shared, I'm giving back. To all the people that tried to wipe away all my tears for every time that I cried, I'm giving back. To all the people that know true love. To all the people that show true love. To all the people that care with a true heart. They're the reason that I did not fall apart. They helped me from the start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving back to all the people that cared, I'm giving back to all the people that shared, I'm giving back to all the people that cried, to wipe away my tears for every time that I cry, I'm giving back to all the people that know true love, to all the people that show true love, to all the people that care with a true heart, they're the reason that I did not fall apart, they helped me from the start, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving back. I'm giving back. You did give back. Saul! You better Make call sure Saul! You, Make sure you contribute to the United Negro College Fund. <laughs> give back. Give back.
because of mine is a terrible thing you. to waste. Thank you, and happy, bir- and happy birthday to Mad Dog. Thank you, Saul. I have one question for Mad Dog. Yes, Saul. One question. Yes, Saul. What station is this on? Ah, the station <laughs> of your mind, man. I want to thank everyone. Anyone want to get the plugs in the bench? Oh, the usual. The usual. Yeah, hit us up on uh, whatever. Real John Laster, Tanya. Um, Real John Laster. Doesn't matter. Whatever. It's about you. I want to thank John Laster. Happy birthday. Benji, a sweet, sweet, sweet wine. Tanya Arazzo, Saul Arbeck, uh, my dear friends, my roommates, Savage Animal, Tita, God bless you, uh, Greg, Anthony, uh, I was gonna, I was in a bad place before I moved in with y'all, it really helped out, Ashley was here, was a great guest, man, yes. God bless you, um, all, everyone else, Becky who's been on the show, we haven't released it, it's gonna happen, alright, and with original producers, uh, Joel, my, Becky, my dude, Joey, everyone for coming, Laker, Grant, everyone I can't see because it's fucking dark it's in here. Very bright up RG, here. RG, um, Tully Blanchard, Rick Flair, John Fatigator, producer. God bless John. you. Got here early. John. Dealt with all the shit. Super Tramp, who's producing, but downstairs Super. working as well. Tim, thank you, Tim. Ruben showing up. Strangers who I don't know. A man who just met me downstairs who looks like Allen Ginsberg, but came up here. Didn't know what the fuck was going on, but is enjoying himself, I think. Um, yes, Saul. Uh, yeah, just one last thing. I am looking for people to, to do my music, my beats, and uh, promoting and whatever. Uh, so talk to me. Um, I, you can find me on Facebook, Salt Dyslexic Hourback, or you can talk to me afterwards. Beautiful. Mad love to my cousin Nick with the artwork. Um, Timothy Styles, TJ Fogger. John, go ahead and start playing that, uh, the outro, the different outro. Yes. Thank you all. Thank you guys. This means a lot to me. I love you all. Let's drink and make some mistakes. Until next time, we're all worth a million of prizes because we have a lust for life. Thank you, everybody. Let's get white girl wasted. Let's get white girl wasted. <laughs> <laughs>